It is so great to see such a beautiful crowd on a Sunday evening. It lets us know that the NFL has not stolen our spirit. Praise God. We still love him more than the NFL. How about that? And you know, the the game isn't over until the fourth quarter is done. And I promise you, I'll be done way before halftime. So you can still go and watch you some football this Sunday evening. But it is so good to be in the house of the Lord. It's so good to be encouraged. I'm encouraged to see you. And I hope and pray that you're encouraged by others being here. And especially those who are normally not here with us. And hopefully this can be something new for the new year in 2020 for you. To find out that. Coming out for one hour on Sunday evening won't kill you. Amen. But man, if you're going to die, what a way to die. Yes, Say, I died praising God. I died singing, praying, middle of communion, middle of the preaching, whatever. And you know what? Hey, what a way to go. What a way to go. But I can't go any further without saying, Mary is here. Mary, how you doing, Mary? So good to see you, Mary. Mary, you know that talk we had in Sam's. Huh? I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to hold you to it. It's good to see you, Mary. And got Adrian with you and got, listen, bully. That's my buddy, the bully right there. Hey, girl, growing on up. But it's good to see you, Mary. I'm encouraged to see you. The walls of Jericho. Jericho was a fortified city. Jericho was a city that when you beheld it and you looked at it, you knew you didn't stand a chance on taking it over. But one thing Jericho had against it. God. God. Just for a few moments this evening, we're still talking about faith. You know, I think about the challenge it is for a church leader, whether it's the preacher, the elder. You know, living a life of faith in your personal life is a challenge. But then you live the life in trying to encourage folks to believe what they don't see. And if it don't reflect in my life, I know it's not going to reflect in yours. And I think about the leader, the task that Joshua had on hand to lead these people of God. And it's not so much the fact of what God couldn't do. It's persuading the people to be obedient to do it the way God said to do it. Surely God could have just let the people in and just wiped Jericho out. But look at the direction that God took. God instructed these folks to march around this city. Six days. And so when you march around, don't say a word. Now that right there, right there. Now come on folks. Come on. That within itself right there is a task. 
When you march around, don't speak a word. I, I wonder how many. I wonder how many didn't make that. <laughs> but the power in this lesson, folks, is can you imagine some of the folks hanging off the wall and, and calling out, making fun, and saying, what's wrong with these crazy folks? Here they come again on day two, and all they're doing is just marching around. Day three, here they come again. Sort of like what Christians have to go through when you're charged to love your enemy. As much as you want to reach out and touch someone, you remember the word of God said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I will repay. It took a great measure of Restraint and discipline. Yes, sir. For this to be carried out. Yes, sir. Not that anything is too hard for God, but you're dealing with people. Yeah. You're dealing with people. Man. And they marched around on the next few days, and finally, the last day, they marched around seven. Times. And I'm just wondering, somewhere in the camp, somewhere in the camp, there's always somebody else, some group in the camp. Wouldn't have been the first time, wasn't going to be the last time. That's right. That's right. That's right. See, even, even Moses had his issues with some yeah. folks. Yeah. We'll leave life just like you. You know what? How come God only talked to you? Right. Yeah. How come God can't talk to us? How come he always got to talk through you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's always somebody who feels they're being slighted and they want to be in the light. Yeah, yeah. When you're dealing with people, let me tell you, it's a job. It's a job. And the instruction was given, don't say a word until you've given instruction to shout. And they marched around. And finally came and the instructions were given to shout. With all of the type weapons God could have equipped his people with to take over, God decided to just do it with a shout. And the Bible said they shouted. They shouted. How much faith did that take? How much faith did that take to go out there every day, march around, not say a word? How much doubt arrived in the minds of the people as they marched around? How many side conversations were there being carried on saying, making them look like a fool out here? These folks must think we're crazy. All we're doing is coming out here every day marching around. I just wonder how many sidebar conversations did people have regarding questioning, does God really know 
what he's doing. Because you know, it's just a natural thing with so many people that if it don't make sense to me, it's crazy. But we forget God sits high. We sit low. His thoughts are far above ours. So are his ways. So who are we to bring God down on our stupid level? And to say how stupid we must look for doing the things that we're doing. No, I think it was something awesome. It was something powerful. And it caused people to really come to realize who God was. I wonder how much discipline we would have had if we were told to just march around. How excited would we have been? Well, let's bring it closer to home. How much discipline do we have when it comes to telling us that we must diligently seek out God because he's a rewarder of them who do that? How much discipline do we have when it comes to forgiving? Because the Lord said, if you want to be forgiven, you must Forgive. That's right. That's right. How much discipline do we have when it comes to giving? Because the Lord did say it is more blessed to give than to what? Than to receive. Folks, The whole Bible is a book outlined on faith. 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 If Joshua had not the great faith that he had, he never would have accepted the belief role. But Joshua believed in God. When God chose Joshua and said, my, my servant Moses, he's dead. He's gone. Yeah, that great man Moses, he's gone. And you know what? You're the one who's going to lead these people. Did he have a choice? He sure did. And God just reminded him, look, man, wherever your, wherever your foot press, whatever ground underneath your feet, you know, you're going to prosper. I'm going to be with you. But at the same, you know what? Don't waver on me. There's no room for wavering. There's no room for doubting. There's no room for questioning. You're going to serve me. There's no reason or place to question. He's God. What is there to be uncertain about? What question could you possibly have that God haven't already figured out? Is that the faith we have? Well, the same God that told Joshua, hey, I'm going to be with you. 
the same God back then we serve today. Casting all your cares upon him. Why? He cares for you. Does that mean everything? What does it say? But brother man, you don't understand. It, it, it's, it, it doesn't have brother May in here. God understands. And that's all that matters. And he says in his word, casting all your cares upon him, not on me. There are some burdens, yeah, I can help and, and help you bear. But that's to help you to get along. But the one you really need to cast all your cares and burdens on is God. Amen. The Bible said, because he cares for you. Yeah. What question do we need to ask God about that statement? Well, God, you know, I've been wrestling with this for a long time as if he don't know. And all of these years you've been wrestling with it, you've been wasting when you could have been serving me and glorified me. Well, Lord, you don't know my children. He only created them. Matter of fact, the problem is you don't know your children. You still insist that it's some good in them. When the truth may just be, there is no good in them. Oh, brother May, that's a harsh thing to say. As Eli sons. It's not, it's not that they didn't start off being raised right. But sometimes people just love the world. You can't pimp the church, folks. And, and, and steal from them. And do lewd things outside of the temple and do things to bring shame on God and think you're going to get away with it. And God was fair and just. He told Eli, deal with those boys. Deal with them. But you know what? Like many parents today, he didn't have the heart. Even after God told him, you better deal with these boys. They're bringing shame. They're doing things that they ought not to be doing. Yeah. And like many parents today, it's so sad. Yeah. You turn on the news. Here's a 13-year-old, 14-year-old with a 9-millimeter shot up somebody. And the only thing you can hear from the mama is, my baby. Right. Why you got the hell on my baby so rough? Why you slamming him on the ground? Your baby just murdered somebody. Why aren't you whipping your baby behind right there in front of the police? <laughs> Officer, I know, I know the state law says, you know, I might go to jail for that, but let me go to jail for it. Yeah. Folks need to know, this is not what I raised. Right. I, just, I just can't believe they did my baby like that. What is wrong with us, folks? What is wrong with us? Gunning innocent people down. Murdering people. And the only thing you can say is my baby. Your baby, your baby don't have cur- a curfew? Of course he don't because you're scared of it. 
And it's sad to say, you know what? There is no good in some folks. Amen. Because they've sold their soul to the devil. It's not that God can't save. It's not that God don't have a desire to save. But when you make the deal with the devil, you're going to serve your master. But back to faith. God told Eli, straighten old boys up. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do it. God handled it for him. God killed both of them. So would you stand here today and say God is unmerciful? God is unjust? Of course not. God is always merciful. He will forever be just. The question is, do we have enough faith in God to do things the way God commands us and instructs us to do it? You, you, you want to save your son? You want to save your daughter? Raise them the way God said do it. Stop tripping about being their friend. Stop tripping about them being upset. They get mad. They, they, they up. Storm off in your house. Slam their bedroom door. Telling you you can't come in. Man I'll snatch the hinges off. Our children needs. Guidance. But parents. What can we offer them. If we're not. Receiving and obeying the guidance that God is giving. The only way we're going to outmaneuver and outdo the devil, we we need God's help. You're not going to help your child by continuing to overlook their wrongdoing because that's my baby. Reading an article the other day, I sent it to somebody Parent went up into a a daycare and beat this teacher to a puff. A daycare. She didn't like the way the teacher said something to her child. So her and her girlfriend bust up in there and beat the teacher down. And she's standing there in her jumpsuit over in Clayton County. <laughs> like she ain't got nothing to be embarrassed about. <laughs> Folks, without faith, we're not going to make it. And, all, and let me tell you, we, we can't just trust in God sometimes. We got to trust in God all the time. When, when the Bible said. Spare the rod. When the Bible said. Do something. When the Bible said. Handle your children a certain way. You know what? We got to get it out of our mentality. Worrying about. Talk about somewhere. Well, they dial 911. You see what happened when they find out you afraid. To discipline them, don't you? 
Huh? Start bringing all kind of stuff up in your house. Making bombs in your house. Hiding weapons in your house. Curse you out if you go in their room without them giving you permission. No, you better find out what the real law say. And I'm talking about state law and you need to get back to what the final law says. God said discipline is necessary if we're going to save our children. Stop listening to the foolish psychologists and all the crazy stuff. Just talk to them. Oh, I see you not. I see you a little upset. I see. Did I say something to really just upset? If you don't move by the time I count the three, I'm going to give you something to be upset about. God's wisdom is not in the world. To raise God-fearing children. How you expect to raise God-fearing children by people who don't even respect God? If we're going to save our children, if we're going to save a generation and avoid them from perishing, we need to believe what these words say. And we need to get back to the basics of doing things the way God instructs us to do it. And that begins in the home, folks. It begins in the home. It begins in the home, something as simple as, you know what? How the family should be organized. Mm. I don't have time to go through it all. But you know what? God had a design for the family. Amen. And it, and it wasn't for you to be bringing in all these different men and women. And you wonder why some children are so confused and they grow up with this complex and they, they just are so bitter and they're so confused and they have such a rage in them. They're trying to sort out what in the world is going on around me. Amen. Amen. It begins at home. Amen. A true, a true show of faith. Is believing, hey, I don't care how much I messed up, whatever, I'm gonna get on track and I'm gonna do this thing the way God say do. I may have to go through some rough times, but you know what? I believe pleasing God is more important. That's right. If we're gonna save our children, we can't just keep living any kind of way and expect them to just turn their head and act like they don't see anything. That's right. Children learn a lot of their faith through watching us. So I ask you parents today, what what kind of faith building lessons are you teaching your child? (laughs) When the money runs short, what kind of faith building lessons are you teaching your children? Mm -hmm. Do they hear you say, we need to pray about this. I need to keep trusting in God. God is going to work it out. Kids remember hearing stuff like that. Just like they'll remember 
I got to come up and figure something out. I ain't got time to wait on God. Or I got to do something illegal. And we always see where that ends up, right? Folks, I just want to say this evening. If God can march a group of people around Jericho. Yeah. And they didn't pull out no missile launcher. They didn't pull out a Sherman tank. They didn't call on no airstrikes. They didn't call on the Green Beret, the Navy SEALs, or nobody else. If God can deliver and conquer a nation of people with a shout. What can he do for us? Huh? What can't he do for us? He's only God. The same yesterday, today, forever. Do you believe in Do you believe in Yeah, he could. Let, let's go back just a, a, a little bit and I'm going to be done. Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created what? How did he create? He just simply spoke. You don't hear about no hammer, no plywood, Home Depot wasn't around. Lowe's wasn't around. The Bible said he spoke. He spoke. Hey, darkness, light, spoke. Mm -hmm. Hey, raise the land up out of the water, the water parted, he spoke. Mm -hmm. Everything that occurred, he spoke. Amen. You telling me he can't speak nothing into you? <laughs> sure he can. He's speaking unto us every day. All you need to do is open the book Amen. and listen. Amen. Listening to the denomination of folks, they walking around and said, I'm going to speak that. I'm going to claim that. I'm going to speak that. You got to speak nothing. Just open the book and have faith in it. Amen. Amen. It's yours. That's right. Did, did Jesus not say, ask whatever you will in my name, and I'll do what? I'll give it to you. Yeah. But see, the, the faith comes in. I got to wait on it. Mm. I gotta wait on it. It's not that he's not aware of what I want. Yeah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. What? Unto you. When God is ready to give it to you. That's right. That's right. Get out of this mindset that I, I can't have nothing as a Christian. Man, you can have it all. Yeah. When you learn how to act. Amen. That's right. you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't think things and stuff won't turn you into a fool? Mm -hmm. Ask Solomon. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Ask Solomon. Gave him the wisdom beyond what any other man other than Jesus walking this earth. And you know what? The Bible said Solomon loved strange women. And God warned us, leave those women alone. And 
Solomon did some foolish stuff. Yes, he did. Yes. But you know what? Thank God. God gave him time. Yeah. Come to his senses. So don't, don't, don't say God is not in the business of, of giving you your heart's desire. Mm -hmm. We just got to have faith to wait on God. Because God knows us better than we know ourselves. Do you have that faith? You want to please God, you got to have it. Man. God ain't sending us out there to march around the walls to bring it down. But he is calling for us to believe his word. Except you believe that I am here. Lord, you're going to die in your sins. Yeah. That's what Jesus said. And if you don't believe these words are true, man, this is living bread. Yeah. What did Jesus say? Man shall not live by what? Bread alone. Bread alone. But by every word that proceeded from the what? The mouth of God. You could go out there and slave and work all you want to. Mm. But in the end, you know what? You still got an appointment. That's right. And you ain't going to take none of it with you. But you can have eternal life through Jesus Christ. Amen. And even before you're dying, you can find peace. You can find rest. See, you lay down at night. Some of you go to sleep, but some of you don't rest. You toss and you turn and you get up, you still tired. See something missing in your life. You can drink all the NyQuil you want. NyQuil just gonna knock you out. Yeah. I used to drink NyQuil and man, like after after five or six hours, you just wake up. Because <laughs> it wears off. But man, when you learn what peace is, what real peace is. Man, I don't care how bad the storm is in your life. You can lay down and you can get some rest. Amen, sir. Because you know what? That's the, that's the invitation. Yeah. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Yeah. Jesus said what? Come on, come on. Come on. All you that later. And you are what? Every later. Every later. And I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Find what? Me. Me. And lowly in heart, and you shall find what? Rest. Sleep. No, rest. Rest. I don't care how I don't care how big the storms are raging. He said, I give you some rest. So Saul, it's not easy taking care of Brother Ollie. It's not easy. But you know what? The Lord said, I got you. That's right. I got you. I'm not gonna put no more on you than I know. You can be. Yes, sir. He said, I got you. Mm -hmm. Don't you forget who promised you. Don't you forget. Yeah. It may get hard sometimes, but you know what? He's God. Amen. He's God. Sometimes we're looking at why me? Why me? And we miss the, the fact that, you know what? God is building me and preparing me. Or something I ain't even thought about. That's right. We're always looking at why do I have to go through this? Huh. Well, how in the world are you going to help somebody else if you don't go through it? Amen. Amen. That's right. 
You've got to go through some things that you don't understand to be prepared to help somebody else. Amen. That's right. You can't really truly identify with somebody coming to you crying. They're hurting. They're pouring the heart out because you ain't never cried. <laughs> but boy, when but when the Lord allowed you to go through something and you had cried some tears, when you know, hey, I ain't got nobody else to turn to, nobody else to call on but God. Now, when somebody comes to you talking about giving up and I don't think I can make it, oh, you can tell them, oh, yes, you can. That's right. Amen. Yes, you can. That's right. Amen. Now, if you want to cry, I'm going to cry with you, but we ain't going to give up. That's right. Amen. I can rock a ball just as much as you. Yep. But I'm not going to give up. Amen. Yeah, we go through things in our lives that are difficult, that are hard. But see, we got to learn. Everything we go through is not a punishment for us. How do you purify God? You take it through the fire, don't you? Huh? And I mean, you 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 got the heat, and the hotter you heat that go, the more of the impurities are burned out. And you know what else is a result? The more valuable it is. You can go to a jewelry store sometime and they'll sell you a ring and that thing sparkling glimmer. Always look at the lights. That setup is there for a reason. You think you buying a ring, they might sell it to you for $1,500, $2,000. Go to the pawn shop, they say, I'll give you $200 for it. That's right. And you said, man, you have lost your mind. They said, no. I don't know what they told you. But the lights fool you. <laughs> See, some of us, we want to pretend that we've been through the fire. Mm. We want to act like we've had the impurities burn out, but we're just zirconiums. Because <laughs> 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 zirconiums don't, they, they, they can't withstand what the real deal can. That's right. <laughs> And God allows us to go through the fire sometimes. Sister Alba, I'm picking on you because you know I love you. That's right. You know what? Sometimes we go through what we have to go through because God is just preparing you yeah. to help somebody. Yeah. 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 To help somebody. Not yeah. that, what have I done wrong? Why is God just, God doing it? He's allowing it because you know what? Number one, He loves you. Right. And He said, I never leave you, nor forsake you. That's right. That should be a comfort right there. But he's also letting you know, i got something else for you to do. That's right. Because somewhere down the road, somewhere down the road, somebody's going to come to you and eat you. Yeah. Somewhere down the road, somebody's going to call you crying. That's right. yeah. Somewhere down the road, somebody's going to say, you need to talk to Cesar. Amen. Yeah. Because she's going to stand. She's been through this. But see, if you don't go through the fire, you know what? How would you be prepared? Mm-hmm. God don't need both their children passing out. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to stay strong. Amen. Amen. Somebody got to endure. Yeah. So the next time before you complain about what you're going through and how hard life is, you know what? You got to go through it mm-hmm. to be prepared. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right.
We got a bunch of military folks in here, right? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I, I can't say much about Navy boot camp though. We ain't do jack. <laughs> <laughs> that was breeze. But I know certain boot camps and certain areas of the military, you know, you specialize in a certain thing, you know what? You gotta bust your, your you gotta bust your cake. Yeah. It's hard. It's designed to make you give up to see what you made of. That's it. That's it. But what happens when you finish? You know what? They know we got somebody we can depend on. Yeah. We know we got somebody we can use for a certain mission or a certain uh, project. Because you know what? It withstood the test. They endured the stress. Man, if I'm never put through it, how do anybody know I can take it? That's right, man. And if God never allow us to go through something, how will he know he could use us? Let me tell you something. God don't involve himself in failures. Amen. God don't involve himself in failures. Now, if you want to quit and walk away, that's you. That's right. God and fail. You gave up. That's right. But if you stick with God, you're going to always succeed. Yeah. I don't care how many tears you might cry, but in the end, you're going to make it. That's right. Man. That's right. For God, don't, he, don't, he, don't, he don't involve himself in failures. That's right. That's right. Quit thinking and being so selfish about yourself. Talking about me. Why me? Why me? Why me? Thank God hmm. for right. whatever it is He takes you through. That's right. That's right. Amen. He said, "Take my yoke and learn of me." Amen. So when you yoke up with Him and you say, "Man, this territory don't look familiar," you ain't got to worry about it. That's right. God is aware of it. That's right. The Lord know where He's going. Yeah. He know where He's going and He know how to get through it. That's Amen. right. He's trying to teach us. Quit trying to guide yourself. You're supposed to walk by faith. That's right. Not by sight. That's it. Many of our problems, we're trying to go by what we see in life. Not what the word of God has spoken. What did we define faith from the Bible as this morning? Substance. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things what? Not seen. Not seen. Right. You can't grow with God based upon what you see physically because you'll be hollering, telling God, whoa, 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 you see that? Whoa! <clears throat> no. Not only does he see it, he see the young. Yeah. Yeah. How far do you see this young? Huh? Some of us can't see no further than what our ATM account slips say. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. ain't got but this so I can't do nothing else and this and that. I remember a story about this woman. Who was it? Elijah? He came upon her. The woman was about to fix her last meal for her and her son. She said, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to get this last oil in this meal and I'm going to fix her something to eat and we're just going to die. Uh -huh. You want to know what real faith is? 
Elijah told that woman, go and fetch something. But you know what? Give me some first. <laughs> what? <laughs> go and fix it. She said, but this is the last. Right. He said, just go and fix it and give me some first. Yeah. What was the result? She didn't run out of oil. That's right. She didn't run out of that. She didn't run out of that. She was fed. She was taken care of. But what if she had not faith to listen to the man of God? Can you imagine what some of us would have told you guys? And Lost your mind. It's bad enough get ready to die. And you want me to die on him or something. But see, when you have faith in God, yeah, yeah. you're going to listen. That's right. You're going to do it. And you're going to glorify God when He shows you that He'll never leave you. I've said enough. I said more than I attended to this evening. That's all right. Amen. But without faith, what be quiet before you become homeless? <laughs> without faith, it's impossible to please him. That's right. What what walls do you have that are greater than Jericho? What are you dealing with in your life that, you know what, it's, it's so hard, it's so powerful that God can't tear it down. It's not that God can't tear it down. You need to get out of the way and allow him to remove it. That's right. That's right. That's right. You keep saying, I don't understand why God won't move this. Because if he knock it down right now, it's going to fall on top of it. Yeah. He's waiting on you to get out the way. And said, Lord, forgive me for being in your way. Yeah. I'm going to deny myself, and I'm going to trust you. Are you willing to do that today? Keep trying to do it on your own. Let me tell you some guarantees you've got coming. Hospital bills and more hospital bills. Amen. Yeah. Wrinkles in your forehead, aging before your time. Mm. The same thing God tell you not to do, say, don't worry, don't do all this, make you look old before your time. Uh. Well, you know how smart man is, so what? <laughs> now, I go get milk tuck suck, I get a kid, that's it. You know what? You can only do it so much. Before Joan Rivers died, she said, Everybody asked me why I'm always smiling. She said, I didn't realize it. <laughs> she said, my face been my face been peeled back so long, it left me with a permanent smile. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody always think of, she said, everybody just think I was smiling. <laughs> now you don't have to do all of that. Right. You just need to trust God. That's right. You need to take all of those troubles away. Mm -hmm. You can live a good life. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life. 
and that you might have it what? More abundantly. More abundantly. See, you ain't got to die to reap all the benefits of being a Christian. Mm. There are some great benefits even while you get here. Amen. It just get only better That's right. when you die. Amen. You want that abundant life? It's available. The Lord didn't lie. That's right. He said, I've come for that reason that you might have it more abundant. Mm -hmm. But you got to have faith. Yeah. If you're here today, you haven't obeyed the gospel. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You got to believe it. God's word is the final authority on all matters. Ain't no if and buts about it, no debate about it. God's word is final. Believe it with all your heart. Repent of your sins. Confess Christ to be the son of God. Be baptized today for the remission of your sins. Live faithful. You know what God will do? He'll save you. He'll take you on the glory. Amen. To that mansion, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. Yeah. Don't get any better than that. For us who are members, you know the rules. Yeah. You know the rules. Stop walking by sight. That's right. Trust God. Man. Trust God. What's our song? Pass me not. Pass me not. Oh gentle Savior. Ready to go to heaven? If you're not, let's encourage those who need to get ready. While together we stand so that all of us can go. Pass me not, oh gentle Savior.